Welcome back to the Real O Show podcast. We have an interesting show for you today. I talk about America's movie being the internship. Joshua talks about a new Netflix show with an interesting spin. Then we also talk about where Hot Cheetos came from. But if you're listening on YouTube before we get in the show, leave us a like, comment, subscribe. And if you're listening on audio, you can also leave us some feedback. But please tweet at me at Zachary Owings 2 about what we should talk about in future episodes. Thank you for listening. just watching this movie. We've talked about it before. The movie, The Internship with Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn. That is America's movie. That is the American dream. They were middle-aged guys, lose their job because it was a dying industry in the internet world. No idea what they're going to do. Don't know where to go. They find these, not jobs, legit internship with Google. Obviously the people at Google think they're crazy to do it. Everybody at the internship thinks they're just old dinosaurs. Even their teammates early on don't believe in them, but they believe in themselves the whole time. And I think that is the dream of America. And I think people get it twisted where it's not getting rich. It's not having millions of dollars and it's not having this big house. It's believing believing in a dream, believing in yourself to go chase it. What are your thoughts on that movie? I know you've seen it. Um, What do you think of what I'm saying about it? Yes. First thought, I agree with you. Second thought, great film. Hilarious. Vince Vaughn can do no wrong. He's hilarious. Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn together? Jokes. For sure. Um, But beside that, I completely agree. I think it's like a movie about betting on yourself. And it's almost being like having the delusion of, I know I'm going to do it. Right? I know people talk about like Kanye having the delusion of it. But I was like watching like the Kanye Joe Rogan uh, from two years ago. It's got like 20 million views on uh, YouTube. Kanye is delusionally great because he just was like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And then when everyone else was like, you're an idiot, he just did it. He was like, no. And that movie is the epitome of other people projecting their insecurities onto them, right? Yeah. When they're, if they were that old or if they were doing it in that way, they'd be like, oh, they, I could never do it. Well, yeah. no shit, you could never do it with that mindset. I think the, I think the best part about it is how they spin it the whole time where people are directly making fun of them. And it's like, they like, don't like take it. Like, it's just like, it's like automatically like rejected. They never take it as that. They're very in tune to it. And I, and I sit there and, and I think we talked about this months ago when before we kind of moved out here because we were kind of interns yeah. for a little bit. And I was yeah. like, man, this is kind of us. Obviously, we're not yeah. it 50 like years that. old. It yeah. wasn't the it, yeah. it wasn't, wasn't like that Google. But, yeah, it was but it was like in a way, it was like a way to like almost spin what we were doing because yeah. in a sense, we did kind of take a step back to our roles that we were doing. Like we, yeah. we were residents. Like that's yeah. literally what we came in as. Whereas, yeah. you know, we had full-time jobs before where we weren't that like we had higher titles we were making more money and we kind of stepped down but i feel like it's a great film for everybody to watch and obviously it's funny like it's funny it's in a great light like you said vince vaughn owen wilson they do a great job vince vaughn is great yeah um all the time legend and i think it's something that people can pull a lot from even though that it's a funny movie about chasing your dream about not really letting anybody kind of knock 
your shine and what yeah. you said about Kanye and even in that like Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn they have that delusional like optimism about yeah. themselves where the whole time they know they're going to win they know they're going to do it and they do end up winning the competition it's, in the grand scheme it's of honestly things. there's two things that one I think the reason why they do it is like it's almost like a sports thing yeah. like you know when you like start as it's like if you go up the higher you go up in sports you always get like that like rookie hazing yeah. that's essentially like what it was like if you're like the super young guy or like the yeah. super old guy you're always going to get picked on right if you're on either level right and i think the other thing about it was their confidence is through the roof yeah like they have the utmost confidence i think that plays with everything and to just do another frame of an example check out a guy like trevor lawrence for example last year had an okay year you know he was this big you know sought after person i was a hater i, I still like to hate on him a little bit but i will say this you look at his stats from last year to this year, every single thing, he either doubled or cut in half. And by what I mean is the stats that you should go up, he doubled. The stats that he should have went down, he cut in half. His TDs up double, interceptions down a half. All of his yards up double. So it's like things like that. It's like confidence. It's all between the years. He was still the same player. It's not like he just was like, I got so much better over there. It's between the years and it's like this. Those guys won in the end because it's all between the years. When everyone else was giving him hate, they were like, nah, fuck that. Like, I yeah. know who I am inside. And I think that is the the tell sign of a winner and a loser. So I got this show, Kaleidoscope, brand new on Netflix, very cool. The reason why it's so interesting is, one, it's based off true events. And what I mean by that is this is a heist TV show where these people, almost like the Oceans series, ask where they're like robbing people. The really cool part about it is, what I mean it's based off of true events is Hurricane Sandy hit Manhattan. When they did that, $70 billion worth of bonds went missing. In the, TV. In the show or in no, real no, no. life? In real life. In real life. $70 billion worth of bonds when Hurricane Sandy hit Manhattan went missing. How does it go missing? Because- I never heard of that. Because before it was like a certain, before a certain time, you have to like log your bonds, right? So like essentially bonds would just be a piece of paper. Yeah. Right? At a certain point, they were like, oh, this is really shady. Whoever owns the bond gets the money. Could be very, do very shady things with that. You just steal the paper and it's yours. Exactly. So then they were like, they got to a certain point where like, hey, we have to log them. But when Hurricane Sandy hit, somehow $70 billion worth just went missing, right? Like pieces of paper? No, just like, well, yeah, yeah. The, the bonds went missing, but like they don't have any, like they don't know where who owns them, what happened to them. What? So all those people lost their money. I don't think it was that. I think it was one person who owned them all. Just was like, oops, it was very convenient. Yeah. That's beside the point, right? In the show... There's three people that have $7 billion worth of bonds in a similar incident. Something happens. Now they're like, ooh, I have these like unmarked bills basically. Need to get rid of them. The reason why the show is so strong is because every episode is based off a color and it's all random. So if I start the TV series and you start the TV series, we're going to start at different parts of the story. And you're going to get different pieces. Every episode is a color. But I like to look at it as a puzzle. Every episode is a piece of the puzzle and you all are getting the puzzle in different points. And what I mean by that is you might get the very end of the heist on the first episode. You might get the very beginning of you get to see who people where they started. You know, if you see in the first episode, someone gets betrayed in the first episode, that whole episode, the whole series, you're going to be like, that guy's a scumbag. I'm watching for that guy. When the whole series, they could have been a good guy. And then in that last episode, you get it. I think it is revolutionizing. It's going to revolutionize how we watch TV and how we consume stories. 
this is going to change the index of it. And I mean the format of how we Well, in my eyes, I see it immediately as you were discussing. Because I haven't seen it. I haven't seen any of it. It's going to make you re-watch the show multiple times so you get different angles of the story. Because because it's color-coded, right? So each color that you watch, essentially you could see the story different. So it's going to cause you to watch it seven different times. Sure, but... Every time you watch it, you're going to get a different mix. That's so what I'm saying. It's a but, shuffle, it encur- right? but it encourages you to rewatch it, and it's like a For refresh sure. almost. Yeah, and it's it's and you might you might be able to like put two and two together because you've seen this perspective. And you haven't seen, like yeah. you might be able to put two and two together, but it's going to cause you to watch it more. It's very unique. I think that it's going to change the way people tell stories, just in the sense of every story has a different angle. Everybody is seeing stories from a different way. And I think when you put it this way, it almost makes it feel more authentic. Like everyone is going to have a different opinion on that same exact thing just by where they were placed in the story. So this is an article from November 18, 2012. Is that when Hurricane Sandy was? Roughly. This New York New York Post. Thousands of bearer bonds, which could be worth as much as $70 billion, are now in danger to turning to pulp after Hurricane Sandy flooded the downtown vault that has been stormed. That had been storing them. Storing them. Wow, I really fucked that up. That's super interesting. What's crazy to me is how you have $70 billion worth of bonds. And if there's a 1% chance they're going to get fucked up. So are they, but I don't, are they, are they storing like the paper in these vaults and that's the bond? I guess. I mean, there's got to be a better way a lot to store of, them. So how bonds work now is if you go and buy a bond, it's just a digital piece of yeah. paper right now. It wasn't in 2012? No. That You'd seems be fishy. Of course, it's fishy. That listen, what happened was there was a so really so in other so in other words, New York didn't want to pay the seventy billion dollars that they don't have, yeah. and they put them in that vault strategically to get flooded and lost. Is what happened for sure. Great. Now we're all going to get killed. <laughs> all right. So we were talking the other day at work, Joshua, about how hot Cheetos were invented. And you were like, I, I thought this was like general knowledge, honestly. This is not so, general knowledge. So, so apparently, and, I, and I've done some research since because you were like, oh, this is a general knowledge. It made me go do more research because I'm like, bro, what type of evil genius shit am I on right now? Apparently, a janitor was the one who came up with the idea for hot Cheetos for Frito-Lay. Now, it is real that a janitor did go from janitor to exec. But through further investigation, it's like not really the truth. But the guy they said who did it, Richard M- Montanez, wrote books, went on like motivational like speaking tours with it. And obviously there's propaganda to like make you want to go fucking eat hot Cheetos. Right. It was run on all the like most popular networks. But the moral of the story, whether it's true or false, obviously it's big business. Who knows? Moral of the story is to treat everybody with respect because you don't know. Also, to listen to ideas from everybody. And and that's what we were at work when I thought of it where I'm like, man, I always make sure I'm the, like the workers who are cleaning and like always are like stocking our shelves. I'm always yeah. like, good morning, good afternoon. How you guys doing? Like sure. have a good night because it's like 
Man, you never know. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know what it was, but ever since I used to watch like the show like Undercover Millionaires or Billionaires, that whatever too. it was, I always realized, I was like, damn, they might just be seeing what's going on around here. Like, they're just like, I'm going to go sit in the trenches for a couple weeks and just see what's going on. Maybe a month. I just want to see how people act. Like, you know what I mean? If you want to get down to like the real core of things, you got to get in the trenches and see what the problem is. And uh, no, I agree. I think you should treat anyone regardless. Like for sure. But, for sure. But... With that being said, not everyone does, right? No. You might look at the janitor as a lesser person than you because, like, oh, I'm getting paid. No, you have to actually genuinely be like, no, this person needs help, bro. I'm going to go help this person just as I would someone else I'm working with. For sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you going to go, then go. Don't tell me you won't. I want them diamonds on my neck to make me look like I'm cold. That ain't for you and none of these hoes. That's just for me and my bros. I got to fight for my balls. I got to stack out this gold. I tell you I'm on a roll. About to get all this dough. We ain't no fuck niggas, no. I swear to God, we're the ghosts. This ain't the story they told. Man, if you know, then you know. I never had to tell my dogs that we on roof for greatness. They pay for kids, they want money more than they want fake shit. I swear we go so hard, we on A list. I see my niggas prevailing. We going hard for the hand. We gonna stack that we jaded. I just told my niggas that we on a mission. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna be hard to get it. So I'm part for the missus. I put my heart in my feelings. On checks I don't even feel. We bought a box, we dripping. We bought a box, we fall. My emotions stay. And I ain't never gon' slip. All by my mama. Won't see my brothers get ripped. I tell you why, man.